Hello, race fans, and welcome to Disc Golf Daily, the podcast that gets you caught up with disc golf growth and news in just 10 minutes. We start with the highest PDGA number, currently 278313. Welcome aboard, William Lechocki from Colorado Springs, Colorado. You are the most recent PDGA member. Let's start with the stat of the day. Thank you, Lily. We will do just that. The stat of the day on Mondays is birdie bogeys. On the women's side, the best three women in birdies, not hard to believe, Kristen, Holland, and Haley. That makes a lot of sense. On the men's side, Calvin, Eagle, and Ricky. Again, no big surprises. Let's look at the best players on the bogey side for the women. Again, Kristen in first. However, Missy Gannon comes in second, meaning she has the second fewest bogeys, and Owen Scoggins comes in third. Who's first on the men's side? It might surprise you, but it shouldn't. Paul Macbeth. Number two, Calvin. Number three, Eagle. And that is our stat of the day. Now on Mondays, the next thing we're going to do is we're going to go over the event winners and the Pro Tour standings. Those don't start until next, uh, actually two and a half weeks. So in, uh, in a couple of weeks on Monday, I think today's Monday, we'll start doing that and we'll track it through the whole season. But for now, we'll go over the PDGA top cash earners, the person who has the most PDGA points, and the people who have played the most PDGA events, which is kind of fun. So on the men's side, top cash earner, Luke Sampson, $1,890. Anthony Barella is second with $1,745. On the women's side, Jen Allen has $960. Those are your leading cash earners. Most PDGA points, Anthony Barella, $910 on the men's side. Connor Rock is in second with $880. And on the women's side, we have a tie for first from the most PDGA points, between Alexis and Valerie Mondahano at 165 points. The people with the most PDGA events so far, on the women's side, there's a, a five or six way tie. I just did the top three based on cash earnings addition is the tiebreaker. And number one, Des Redding with three events, Ashley Sloan and Kelly Foster. On the men's side with nine events so far, the the year is only like 30 days old. Tyler Bradley has nine PDGA events already. David Specia with eight and Dale Sapp with eight. Round out the top three. And that is it for Podium Day. Mondays are Podium Day. YouTube subscriber growth report for players. Thank you, James. That was a very nice intro to the YouTube review for players. So the number one YouTube player channel, the number one player YouTube channel, that's probably a better way to say it, is Simon Lazat with 198,000 subs. Paul McBeth is in second with 127,000. And Eagle McMahon is in third with 79,000. Additionally, Eagle McMahon is the fastest growing, as of the last week, gaining, point, uh, gaining 900 new subscribers. Gannon Burr got 300 new subscribers. Casey White and Alden Harris both got 100 new subscribers. If you're interested in finding out why, 
go subscribe. Number one news story of the day. And bear in mind, this is news from the last three or four days because we, we were uh, absent last week. So my apologies. We're going to try to get through a lot of news very quickly. I think the biggest news story is that the DGPT announces that they'll be doing, they're, they're foregoing UDISC for PDGA Live and Stat Mando's new live scoring platform. As someone who has uh, made a huge change to the way that the Pro Tour does media, changing scoring systems is a very is a pretty much an equal equal level playing field. Actually, media was probably bigger, but here's hoping that they get this right. UDisc is beloved for a good reason. Um, there's like four times the number of events kept score on UDisc as PDGA. Moving from UDisc to PDGA. This needs to go well, uh, or it could set the Pro Tour back in the eyes of many of its fans. Here's hoping that at the chess.com invitational, we get some nice stats, and throughout the season, the platform improves, and we get to the point where we have all the stats that we currently have. Uh, link in the show notes to the complete article, and let's get ready to watch the pro tour and watch the stats and scores roll in right there on dgpt.com what else is happening official rules changes of disc golf major changes link in the show notes um first thing is uh moving obstacles uh it's much more broadly uh it's a little more liberal on what you're allowed to do uh, scoring everybody has to keep score for the entire group this is a really smart change. It's going to get rid, get rid of uh, a lot of potential discrepancies, people making errors. In my opinion, that's not what disc golf... Disc golf is not math. Disc golf is disc golf. Everybody keeps score for everybody. Make sure all the scores match up. That's going to, that's going to do a lot to alleviate, hey, who, who's keeping score? Is it unfair? And this way, everybody keeps score, and it's fair for everybody, and there will be fewer errors. Um... They define uh, when practice rounds go, grouping and sectioning. And then one of my favorites is ties. They define what sudden death is, and they codify the proper procedures for sudden death, as well as allow tournament directors to use an aggregate playoff. The MVP Open used an aggregate playoff for the last, actually just the last year, because two years ago it was rejected. I'm really happy they're making this change to allow some events to have some uh some creative license when defining how the playoffs will happen at their event. Additionally, it defines pace of play. It defines the concept of putting a group on the clock and what that means and how that happens. Um, and then it defines a little bit more about uh, a little more uh, definitively what player misconduct is. Overall, it seems like a very good group of changes to the PDGA rules. Thank you, PDGA, for defining the rules of our game. What else is happening? Ulti World has put out an article uh, about the 2023 fandom survey, their final thoughts. Uh, they asked, someone asked, what is the coolest stat that you all haven't released yet as far as the fandom survey goes? and uh, which MPO and FPO players will win the most majors in the next five years is a really interesting survey question. 
On the men's side, Gannon Burr, Calvin Heinberg, and Isaac Robinson come out one, two, three. And on the women's side, well, Kristen Tatar is in first, Haley King, and then Valerie Mondahano. Um, however, <laughs> the, the chart is kind of funny. Kristen is 87%. Haley, Haley and Valerie are at three and two. So it's a pretty big gap there. And uh, we'll see who's right. It's going to be pretty fun. Uh, there's a lot of other really cool stuff. Uh, they've got stuff about the uh, commentators and who loves them, who loves older players, who loves younger players. And there's uh, some good transgender questions in there as well. So link in the show notes. Go check out Ulti World's final thoughts on their 2023 fandom survey. What else is happening? We will close it out with three interviews that you should not miss. Uh, Big Germ is on Catch with Brian Earhart. Ben Kenny is on Smashbox TV. And Paige Pierce is on The Upshot. Links in the show notes. Go check out all of those great interviews. And uh, I'm really happy to be back. Thank you all very much for the support. Thank you for all of the great ideas. We will continue to implement all of them as long as they're good ideas. I promise. If you have any news you want to share with us, discgolfdaily at aol.com. Have a great day, throw them straight, and hit the thin gap.